find the baller. My life is more than money and jewelry. My story's so crazy, dog. I said make a movie behind the baller. I went from playing sports to exotic whips. Ain't gotta tell me, dog. I know I'm the shit behind the baller. My life is more than money and jewelry. My story's so crazy, dog. I said make a movie behind the baller. I went from music exec to this podcast. Now I finally feel at home and laugh behind the baller. Yo, what up, y'all? This is your boy Ben Baller, and you are tuned in right now to Behind the Baller. We live in Dubai right now, and I gotta be quite honest, I'm a little bit disoriented. Um, my voice is a little off. It's episode 36, and um, you know, I just got word, man, a few hours ago. You know, um, I took a little nap, woke up, and as soon as I woke up, it was like. 41 seconds breaking news TMZ Juice World died at the age of 21 at a Chicago Midway airport and um I gotta take this time out just to uh, you know have some notes here and everything but all the notes gotta just wait for a little bit uh listen y'all life is too motherfucking precious life is just so motherfucking precious I, I can't explain to you how many of these young kids have hit me up and asked me for advice with lean, you know, that syrup, that scissor, that purple. Um, it's the most stupidest thing to be famous for. But, you know, before any of this major social media shit had turned around, I'd have, you know, I was famous for, for drinking lean and, and for flipping bottles and I was having it. And I wasn't flipping it for a profit. I was flipping bottles so that I can drink and sip for free. And, um, uh, you know, that shit almost killed me twice. You know, again, I've said it before. I don't know what the fuck these kids are sipping now today. That's, that's that bullshit. Um, that walk star, whatever the fuck that other bullshit is. The fucking Qualitas is garbage. It's fucking horrible. I don't give a fuck how much bullshit you mix with it. Nothing will be like that motherfucking OG Alpharma or the Octavis. Um, or people say activists. And um, I went back and went to Juice's page and... uh. Paid some respect, man. This kids are so disrespectful and so fucking stupid. Um, but I decided to open some DMs just just see, you know, dude hit me in 2017 before he had a hit. And um, he hit me up. He's like, hey, big bro, man, this post hit really hard. And it was my lean post, you know, which to this day, you know, it's got over two million impressions and just a lot of people hit me up. And it was, you know, that shit was crazy, man. That shit is trying to save one of you motherfuckers out here. You know, listen, man, if you don't want to live, all right, cool, man. You know, I live, man. You know, go out there and kill yourself, whatever. I'm not promoting to tell you. I'm just letting you know, man. Listen, if you don't want to live, please let the people know who do love you. I know it's not their decision, and it's up to you to figure out. But you know what, man? Listen, Juice, I've had many conversations with you, man. I've had a lot of conversations with you. You know what, bro? You were talented. You were happy. You, you know, I know you. These, some of these cats have this, this uh, fake emo, you know, rap style and everything and whatever. But listen, man, your life was blessed. You were good for the most part. You was healthy. I know you was fucking around a little bit here and there. But listen, man, bruh, you gotta let your loved ones know. You know, and loved ones gotta check you, man. And, you know, I, this is a message for anyone listening that that I love and that loves me. If I'm tripping, you gotta check me hard. Smack the shit out of me. Put me in. Make me stop and think what the fuck I'm doing. And, you know, I, I move different, you know, with kids and with the wife and people I support. It's just, that shit is fucking crazy. 21 years old. He just turned 21 last Monday. I just spoke to him, you know, right before I got to fucking Dubai. Literally before I left for my trip. And I think about it, you know, like, just, you know, you're thinking to see a dude again. You're like, all right, you know, I was just on his Instagram live. He, I popped up on his IG live to troll him. And then he threw me on there. To, you know, he, he went live with me and uh, always respectful. And uh, he had sent me some messages. I didn't, I didn't see three of the messages for over a year because, you know, it, it wasn't like, like now you can separate shit and you can kind of see when you see a blue check mark or whatever. I didn't really know. I, you know, I heard the dude's songs. At the time I had a Tesla and I hear this song and I'm like, that. and this shit sounds like um, um, that, uh, not Street Dreams, what the fuck is it? Um, that Nas song. Anyways. I was like, who the fuck is Juice World? And dude was following me on Twitter and on Instagram. He obviously fucked with me. And he's a young kid. And I think about it because, you know, obviously I'm beyond old enough to be his dad. You know, I could have been his dad 
five years ago, I'm saying like age-wise. And, you know, I speak to another, well, I speak to a few very influential young cats. You know, there's some very, flu, you know, some influential younger people from the ages of 19 to 26 that, you know, again, I could be these kids, you know, fathers. And, you know, they hit me up, they get depressed. And I make sure I take some time out. If I'm busy, I'm like, fuck, I ain't got time for this shit. I got to pause and be like, yo, let me stop this dude from doing something silly. You know, and um, one time I remember I was driving to uh, Koreatown. I was driving to K-Town and Juice had hit me up. And he's like, yo, man, let me ask you a question. Man. How, how'd you get off a of lean? You know, and he was talking to me. He was real serious about it. And I told him, you know, and I told him, I said, hey, bro, you know, that shit almost killed me. Shit is easy as fuck to drink. I don't know what the fuck y'all doing now, but it's so simple. And one thing, the thing that fucked me up with lean is I drank so much of it is that I went into shock and I had a seizure. And, you know, that's how he died. I don't know if it's from that, but, you know, like, I'm not going to get too deep into, you know, how people die and whatever, you know, there, there's there's drugs that will kill you, you know what I'm saying? Fentanyl is, is one of them, it's sure guaranteed, and heroin is also another one, and, you know, there's other drugs like coke and crack and stuff, and I don't just, I've never heard, you, you oh, you died off cocaine, no, you have to do a lot, and there, there's certain ways, you know, weed, it's never happened ever, there's never, there hasn't been one single recorded case ever in history of someone dying from weed, um, there's been some alcohol poisoning, things like that, you know, but these other drugs, man, this shit is not a joke, and uh, I just want to say rest in peace, man, you know, send my condolences to his family, I didn't know anybody in his family, condolences to his friends, to his loved ones, um, shit i don't really know you know it's it's crazy you know he's just i'm just i'm just really fucking tripping but with that said man listen man life is very precious life is very very short i look back was like damn i know that was 20 years ago i know that was 15 years ago shit that was 25 years ago it's starting to get harder to remember some of the things no matter how you know amazing these memories were some of that shit is just slightly fading you know you got to kind of do some brain exercises to keep up with that shit and um i don't know man it just just fucking scary as a motherfucker. But uh yeah, man. In fact, you know what, Miles, man, can you throw a little juice world in there, man? We gotta just throw that lucid dreams in there just a little bit, man. Just a little snippet real quick, just so I can just, we can just pay respect to my boy, man. Rest in peace, man. I still see your shadows in my room. Can't take back the love that I gave you. It's to the point why I love and I hate you, and I cannot change you, so I must replace you. Said and done. I thought you were the one listening to my heart instead of my head. You found another one, but I am the better one. I won't let you forget me. You left me falling and landing inside my grave. I know that you want me dead. I take prescriptions to make me feel a okay. I know it's all in So yeah, man, um, we live in Dubai. Um, I came out here Tuesday, flew out here in Emirates. Uh, you know, I was going to come out here last time. You guys remember, I'm sure. I had a, took a first class suite and um, shit was lit. But I should 27 bandos, you know, $27,000 is a little crazy. So, you know, um, I wanted to bring my wife out here. And so uh, because of uh, my writer and um, my fee and everything and everything for the collaboration, Shout out to Crep Protect and uh, presented by, you know, they are behind the baller podcast endorsement sponsors. They are um, very much so family. It's deeper than just sponsorship. They're, these guys are family. Shout out to uh, Steve, Luis, Mark, Noman, uh, Imran, Riz, uh, the whole presented by Crep Protect crew. I figure, you know, a business class ticket, which is really nice. Lie down bed. They got couple seating, uh, all this dope ass shit. Um, you know, it's a dope ass experience. And uh, my wife has been to a lot of places before too, but you know, I don't really get to take her on trips. So I figure, you know, fuck the first class ticket. Let me do two, uh, two business class tickets. Still got lay down beds and insane food. You know, very nice liquor. They got a little nightclub on the plane. And, um, you know, I had had my wife uh, come along with me. It was really nice, you know. Decided to take a quick little nap. Start napping real, you know, real quick. Uh, and I get a, a touch on my shoulder. And I turn around, it's motherfucking YG. And I'm like, what the fuck is you doing, bro? And he's like, I'm going to Dubai, dog. I'm like, what's you out here for fucking, uh, for, um, 
you going for Soul DXB? He's like, no, nah, what the fuck that is? I got some performances. I was like, what? Okay. So YG was on a 16-hour flight with me. It was fucking dope. Some Dubai lifestyle blog had an Instagram, um, verified Instagram page, and they have like a blog magazine. They like made up some fucking clickbait fake story. Shit was mind-boggling. I don't know, but yeah. So I threw YG on my gram. YG threw me on his, and we was just getting our clown on, and um, I passed the fuck out. In fact, he was sitting um, in a different area, and he got a seat one row behind me so we could be closer to each other and so we could talk that shit. Um, he had a security and uh, the rest of his entourage downstairs in um, premium economy. But uh, we was chilling, man. We, we, we was chopping it up, you know what I'm saying? Drank a little bit, you know. Was eating some bomb-ass food. I forgot what the fuck I had. I had some lit. My fucking food was legit. Like, it wasn't no regular airplane food. Shit was, shit was awesome. But yeah, I passed out. In fact, you know what? I just realized, I think I talked about this on the fucking last episode, which is crazy. Anyways, going on, we land in Dubai, you know, lavish as fuck. We're here at the the address um, hotel in du- downtown Dubai. And um, I'm like, fuck it. Let me go check out. Let me, let's me let go hang out with YG, you know what I'm saying? I take a little nap. And I say, you know what, let's hit this fucking club. Uh, I think it was called Club White. And I pull up, hit my boy Rory, who's a YG's tour manager. And I hit up my boy Push a Ride. And uh, yeah, you know, me and my wife head over there. And I'm like, all right, my wife is, you know, my wife would never come to a show in, in America because it just wouldn't it'd just be too crazy. But, you know, Dubai is obviously chill, safe here. And um, so, you know, we get to the club. It's on top of this motherfucker. Well, first of all, fuck, we get to YG's hotel room. And you got a gang of Nando's all over the fucking hotel room. It's fucking hilarious. It's Nando's is, is a, a food chain out here. But anyways, he's playing NBA 2K. And he's playing with Houston. And um, he's getting his ass beat by motherfucking Portland Trailblazers. It's fucking hilarious. But um, yeah, we in there. We just chopping it up. And um, he's, he's, real, he's real, uh, real lucky. He, he doesn't have to do too many songs. He has like a 15, 20 minute set. So he's got like four or five songs. So we get to the club. And I go in the club. And it's like, when you get to the club and you start, you go to Dubai clubs, you just see a row of Rolls Royces. You know, Cullinans, Ghosts, Wraiths, Dons. Motherfucking Bentleys, McLarens, Ferraris, just it's just any pop and nightclub has just insane amount of exotic and luxury cars in front. And it, it's just funny as fuck. So we pull up in the club, we go with this elevator, that shit's on top of this fuck, you know, it's on like I don't know how many stories high, maybe 20, 15 stories high, and the club is lit, it's packed. Um the king, one of the kings, is uh sitting at the table next to us, sitting with the owner of the club, some dude named Eli, and um Shout out to Curly, Curly's little cat out here that uh be doing his thing out here, and uh, shout out to my boy Fadi, shout out to my boy Safe, shout out to your other Safe SB, but yeah, YG, you know he performed and um he really misses Nipsey Hussle. You know we had a real heart to heart at the club and it was it was cool because he did his performance, he did a little shout out to Nip, he shouted me out on stage and uh we just uh we really had a long ass talk about him and Nip and I knew that they was cool and I knew that you know um again you know few days before Nip had passed, Forrest Gump situation, me and Nip had a really long two-hour sit-down or so, and he talked about Jizzle. And so being YG was really getting into it. My wife was like, kind of sat back, was like, oh, shit, look, you guys are talking about something serious. And um, we were. We were just talking about a bunch of shit, and it was Lauren London's birthday, and so we was just, he was just, I don't want to get into, you know, too much of a depressed, you know, state of mind, but we was getting into it, you know, and we was rapping, and, um, he had to catch a fucking flight. The motherfucker was in town for less than 48 hours, man. He's fucking tripping. He had to catch a flight back to L.A. at 5 a.m., 5.30. And, and um, this was like 3.45, 4 a.m. So I was like, man, bro, we're doing shots and everything. But, yeah, man, shout out to YG. Shout out to the whole fam. Shout out to the whole 400 crew. That was that was cool just to see. You know what I'm saying? It's something like when you, got a, if you, you overseas, especially you in the UAE, and you got somebody from LA there you know you got to represent and show up you know and uh Dave East is out here Talib Kweli most deaf um my boy Jeff Staples out here Lil Pump is out here I didn't really connect with a lot of people I like this that I wanted to and I seen them going to the beggar you know the places I've always I've been to and stuff you know like I said I've been out here several times and um you know um I'm out here for Soul DXB and let's get into that a little bit right now so you know I get to Soul DXB and uh, I don't really know what to expect. 
it's kind of like a complex con. It's kind of like a, it, it is, it's like a complex con, but more sneaker related. And uh, it is cultural lifestyle. And um, it's in the Dubai Design District, which is like a little area about 15 minutes away from downtown, 10, 15 minutes away. And the design district is really dope. And, you know, so they set aside this whole thing. And I'll tell you the truth, I was very impressed. They had a very decent stage. These people who did these build-outs, especially Farfetch'd and, uh, and Stadium Goods did a fucking insane build-out. Um, Levi's and Bape did a really nice build-out. A few other shops did some really nice build-outs. But let me say something. When you look at my Instagram page, all right, now mind you, when you listen to this, there's going to be about an hour to hour and a half delay before I post pics. And I will post pics and, and post it and on my, on my weekend wrap podcast post. When you see my podcast post, you'll see what I'm talking about when you see the build out. And if you watch my stories, you'll see presented by Increpitech showed that they was fuck with me on a different level. This build out cost hundreds of thousands of dollars. This shit was crazy. Like it, they, they just built such a fucking unbelievable pop-up. It's, it was like, it was really a storefront. It was incredible. But um, there's a Jordan activation. They did this Levi's uh, Bape collab that was dope. And it was like only like 50 jackets that they made. And they had all these different styles of things. There was a lot of food. And it was it was really good food too. Um, I met some dude who owned a, a Lebanese cuisine. Had a fucking chicken shawarma. And it was fucking amazing. My wife had a had a falafel. Uh, you know, vegan was was not so bad out here, her being vegan. It was it was all right. We made it happen. The hotel is very accommodating. By the way, speaking of the hotel, the address is just fucking unbelievable. The pool here is next level. If you have kids, you you need to bring them out here. This shit is just fucking nuts, man. We really had a fucking amazing time. The the, the pool is just, wow, man, fucking waterfall. Little uh, puddle air jump area. There's, um, not a waterfall, I'm sorry, a uh, water slide. Um, there's a uh, different parts of, you know, you could swim to the bar, kind of like how they do in Cabo and like in Cancun and the resorts and the water was perfect and you got the fucking view of Burj Khalifa and just all of downtown Dubai and the, the weather was fucking perfect, 82 degrees, the water is clearer than shit, you know, the fucking buffet here is just on a whole different fucking level and just the restaurant is so crazy, I had fucking, uh, such amazing room service. Saw the food here. Man, I went to Zuma. The Zuma here is better than any other Zuma location in the in the world. Um, the fucking Cipriani's here was just fucking in fucking saying it was so goddamn good, man. It was God, even just the calamari. I'm like, it was just butter. Shit was so bomb. And um, back to Soul DXB. Ran into my man uh, Jeff Staple. He pulled up motherfucker looking like my twin he brought his wife out here he's trying to connect with them while i'm out here and um didn't have the time um a friend of mine who's an instagram friend diana core kunova i don't know how to pronounce her last name but if you go on my stories it's russian model diana she she pulled up and she uh showed a lot of her support and i appreciate it and i did this uh interview for this uh i think they're like a, a store lifestyle blog uh business called Omanko. Found out that that shit meant fucking pussy in a, in Japanese. It's crazy. Did an interview with them. But Soul DXB was really lit. You know, we sold some suits. We only did 200 of the white track suit. We put out a, you know, a certain allotment here at the show and pretty much sold out. And then we have an allotment we're going to sell worldwide online. So if you guys are interested in buying this insanely sick fucking track suit, the white one is different than the black. And I, listen, black's my color, but this white one, just something about it. And, you know, we never did shorts before. The shorts and the ter the Terry shorts and the matching Terry tee is just so fucking well done. I mean, I can't even tell you how much I appreciate Luis Spilasi, who is a designer, and she just did such a fucking amazing job. The quality of it is just amazing. You know, everyone from Jeff Staple to other people who've touched it and saw it were like, damn, this thing's fucking amazing. Um, as you guys know, I told you guys I'm doing a documentary. Well, it's already done now. We're just final edits and getting ready to put this shit out there in the theaters and the festivals. Um, Ice Cold. Uh, shout out to Peter and Peter and Sasha over at Mass Appeal. They're the ones who put me in this project. Um, I'm executive producer, and I'm also uh, obviously a part of it, acting, everything else, um, narration. But they were here because Mass Appeal is an enormous hip-hop or well, media company. And uh, Nas is a part owner of uh, Mass Appeal. And uh, Peter pulled up a game suit. Shit is lit. Uh, didn't know that Metacom would be present. Metacom has a Bear Brick account or 
a Medicom account with Virgin Megastore. If you guys remember Virgin Megastore in, in the States, it was like a super dope place to get CDs and shit. Now Virgin Megastore is just like fucking everything. It's not just music. It's not just vinyl, but they have like cell phone accessories, books, toys, fucking uh, guitars, uh, bicycles, motorized bikes, fucking scooters, like bird scooters and shit and everything. So yeah, man, fucking um, shout out to my boy Mark Haddon. He's a uh, part of the PR team for Crep Protect and uh, presented by and uh, Collect. And uh, he blessed me with a little 200% Keith Herring bear brick, which is funny because I don't really fuck with too many 200%. And I do like 200% because they're metal and they're kind of a unique size. And he blessed me with that joint. It was crazy because I don't have it. So thank you, Mark, for that. And I appreciate everything you've done this entire time I've been here. But yeah, Soul DXB, uh, I don't know what to expect next year. You know, Dubai, is. Uh, I've been here enough to where I felt like I've seen everything. People here are amazing. It feels like a more modernized Vegas with, you know, nicer um, accommodations, uh, a lot more richer, <laughs> a lot more wealth here. But, you know, I have to say the Dubai Mall, I, I could go there every single day. The food court is nuts. I ate at Raising Cane's the other day. I had to. Fucking chicken was incredible. Uh, Jollibee, um, not so much. Uh, so it's trippy, man. Filipinos are the third highest population of people here in the UAE. Well, I know in, at least in Dubai. And so when I saw that motherfucking Jollibee, I was like, oh, shit. Let me get a motherfucking chicken joy. Let me get some motherfucking spaghetti. Let me get a motherfucking palabok. And let me tell you something. That shit hit a lot different and not in that good way. Uh, definitely Jollibee in, this, in the PI, in the penis, in the Philippines. It definitely hits the best. That is for sure without no doubt at all whatsoever. That is the best motherfucking Jollibee, period. The States is cool. Couple hit and miss here and there. The Eagle Rock joint is, is dope. Daily City is definitely the best one, probably in the USA. And, um, you know, the mall here is off the chain. They got fucking every possible thing you can motherfucking think of. They have everything from, there is no way you can't find something at, at this mall. They have super exclusive Chanel boutique, limited edition shit, Louis Vuitton from fucking Hermes. Rolex Boutique, they have a fucking Jacob & Co. here, they got an Off-White Boutique here, the actual boutique, they have all the regular cool shit, they have their own individual, you know, UAE brands, they have fucking Zara, they have Bloomingdale, they have every possible fucking store you could think of, I'm being honest, they have a three-story Apple store, they have fucking, you know, a Samsung store, they got uh, fucking restaurants up the ass, they got insane amount of fucking uh, gift shops for fucking souvenirs and stuff, in fact, I spent an hour looking for souvenirs for London Rider Kaya. And I got to a bunch of Dubai shirts. I bought myself a Dubai polo and got some magnets and things like that. And I didn't do that the last few times I was here. And um, they have an ice skating rink that is fucking beautiful. They have their own version of Dave and Busters, but it's not like, you know, it's but they have a lit ass fucking arcade here with all the dope ass games. They didn't have a speed of light. They might have, I didn't see it. But what they do have that I've never seen at any fucking place, especially at let alone a mall. They have the sickest fucking aquarium I've ever been to. Now, this aquarium is so lit. They have these fucking fish that are gigantic. They had a fucking crocodile that was 20 feet long. It was fucking ridiculously big. It was enormous. They had these crazy owls flying around. They had insane amount of sharks. And it just, it just was like, you know, you go to these nice uh, aquariums and you go check them out, you know, the... Aquarium of the Pacific, uh, they have one at Legoland, and you know, they have the, the one in um, in Monterey, and all that, and that's cool, and, and those are dope, but listen, they have this fucking aquarium experience where you get in a boat, yes, you get in a motherfucking boat, you put a life vest on, but like, you know, you go in a fucking boat, and it's the glass floor, you know, the whole fucking floor is glass, and you go in there, and it's a 10 million gallon fucking tank. I don't know what to say. It's just fucking huge. And there's maybe 10,000 fucking fish in there. There was hundreds of sharks. Black tip, tiger, fucking all kinds of shit. There was like hammerheads. It was fucking nuts. They were feeding them while I was doing this shit. It was mind-blowing. Like if London and Ryder were here, they would have lost their fucking minds. This shit could have never happened in USA because they couldn't get the fucking insurance because of the fact that these boats are being pulled by like a weird thing. There's no like motor. There's no nothing. They're being pulled from the top and it was just like real weird. There's like three or four boats and they're going around and it's like, I don't know, it was like a 
20, 30 minute ride inside this little tank. And it, was, it wasn't that little, it was 10 million gallons. And there was just sharks fucking everywhere. And the thing was just sick as fuck. There was manta rays and stingrays and all kinds. There's fucking, there's a grouper fish. There was a fucking fish, no bullshit, half the size of me. And I ain't no small motherfucker, you already know. There was just, it was just lit. It was super fucking dope. I, uh, uh, you know what this mall has? What I'm actually really surprised about, I'm drinking it right now as we speak. This mall had fucking Pokari sweat. I have, out of all the drinks that Latte makes, they have Bukhari sweat. There's motherfucking Arabic writing on the side of it. Um, speaking of Arabic writing, yo, shout out to Nike, UAE. I got these lit ass fucking track jackets that have Kaya's name, London's name, Ryder's name, my wife's name, and my name in Arabic. Mine was different, but all the kids got theirs done. Um, super dope. You know what? Th there's just so much more that I want to get into, but I want to take a little break real quick. So right about now, while the um, it's currently uh, almost midnight and the Niners are losing, it is uh, almost 12 noon in America. Niners losing, so Miles might be mad. But Miles, if you could be so kind, could you please throw one of them Lakey Lake beats on there for me and we'll be right back. So yo yo yo, we back, man. Yeah, behind the baller. Your boy's live in Dubai, and um, you know I've been out here acting up, chilling. My wife been coming; she's came with me to a few you know spots. I said we've ate at all the local legit spots. Uh, they got this, um, you know, the Dubai Fountain Show, which makes the Bellagio and fucking the Americana look like some remote control kitty shit. It's like a joke. Um, it's the, the fountain's attached to, to the property of Burj Khalifa. You already know it's the tallest building in the world. I don't know what the fuck it is. 120 stories, 130 stories, 140 stories, what the fuck it is. Supposed to go on the top of that motherfucker, but um, not, and not through the, the, you know, you pay to, to do it on like some tourist shit. Um, my boy Fadi's boy has a, a joint up there, and the crazy part is my boy was telling me like, yo, if you ever look at a picture of it, you have to just drive and go to Dubai to see this, man. If you go to Dubai and you see the Burj Khalifa and you kind of go, you can see it from anywhere. You can see it from old Dubai. You can see it from far away. Um, when you get closer and you start looking up, like, oh, it's not a big deal. It doesn't look that big. And it looks real skinny, super fucking skinny. But you got to remember, even when you look at the skinniest top part of there, that fucking penthouse unit is like over 15,000 square feet, just that unit. And there's a fucking swimming pool up there. Swimming pool with a low border and it just i can't imagine how fucking scary it must be but yeah this fountain show was fucking lit it was just crazy 50 foot tall fountains you know there was this lake ride that goes around it i, I, I had a dinner reservation set up and it just last minute was like fuck i just I, I couldn't make it i was you know not jet lag i was just tired um me and my wife hit din tai fung instead they had you know vegan options and it was right in front of the, the lake got to see the show the, the, the fountains is fucking lit. It was dope. The food was actually good. Din Tai Fung here is definitely better than the ones in LA. It, San Gabriel hit different, and now it's just gotten too popular, and the shit just ain't as popping. Um, earlier today, we hit uh, Ju... I can't even pronounce the shit. Ju Jumeri. It's not Jeremiah, but Jumeri, whatever, um, beach resort. I've only been there once before, and that is where the famous, super famous Burj Al Arab resort is you know it's like that it looks like a yacht like a fucking modernized yacht it's that picture it's on the beach and um it has a helicopter port heliport right there where the helicopters can land and uh, i was told it's ten thousand dollars to land your helicopter on that port don't know where the fuck you go from there they have a, a restaurant inside there called the sky view and i was like fuck it let's go i'll hit my concierge up i was like hey listen can you get me a reservation in there and they're like sure you know no problem um it's 200 us per person minimum and then when you go in there, it's like, you know, it's it could be more depending on what you get. They have tea time, everything else. And um, I wasn't tripping. I was like, you know, do it, fuck it. But that's not what I wanted to do. 
I wanted to go on the beach and take pictures. So thank fucking God I didn't end up doing that. But the crazy part is we pulled up to the resort and they have a security guard out there, you know, and he put, comes up to the fucking, to the car service, like, how can I help you? And he's like, yeah, I want to go to Skyview, you know, cafe. And they're like, oh, well, we don't let anybody in without a reservation confirmation number. And I was like, okay, well, he goes, you could only enter this place with the reservation confirmation number or you have a hotel reservation here at the hotel. And I was like, all right, dog, it ain't that deep. Thank God I found out it wasn't what we wanted to do anyway. So we hit um, Somerset or some shit. I forgot what the fuck it was called. But we hit this other spot that was like a hundred bucks to enter the beach club. And it was actually dope as fuck. You know, my wife got a veggie poke bowl. Um, I had some fresh mango juice. I had a Coke, icy Coke, of course. Had some calamari. And then um, I had a, um, a Greek wrap. And um, we're just chilling, cooling, taking some pictures on the beach. I got some some of the dopest pictures this time out. Me and my wife had a good time. I took a little nap until some motherfucking ants were all over my feet. Well, not on my feet, but they're they're right by the sand. And then because some food had hit the sand, and uh, it was just you know this this trip was it was a what six day trip, and uh, I miss my kids. Ryder's a little sick right now. He's being dramatic. I got to get back to my, I tried to actually come home sooner. And the reason why I wanted to come home sooner was because I really, really, really wanted to hit this fucking Seahawks game. I'm fucking sick right now. They're not going to be able to see this game. So the game is actually going to air at 5 a.m. my time Monday morning. So Monday morning, 5 a.m. is when this game airs. And that's about four and a half hours from right now is when the game airs. And that's when I got to get in the shower, get ready, and then head out. And I got a chauffeur taking me to the airport. So I'm going to have to watch that shit via my phone. I'm going to have to hit up Scott and see what the fuck the stream thing is. But I bored right when the game ends. So not going to be able to get my opinion on this episode. We're going to have to talk about it another time. I'm fucking pissed. I want to see this fucking Rams game. Right now the Niners are losing. Um... I don't want them to lose. I want them to win so we could be number one. But, uh, you know, again, you already know I'm going to see you guys December 29th in motherfucking Seattle versus the Niners just to tap that ass one more time. I was going to try to hit this fucking Carolina game, but I forgot I'll be in San Francisco because I got this George Lopez uh, HBO special thing with my boy Paul. So, yeah, man, on to other things, man. Speaking of uh, going back to my hotel, this is a crazy thing. This being one of the few six-star resorts in the world. Um, and, again, I said, you know, the room is, everything is dope. The view, the balcony, the fucking club lounge here is crazy. Um, most of the people that work here are Filipino, which is fine with me. It's cool, obviously. The fucking internet speed here. It, this is just mind-fucking-boggling. The internet speed of the hotel here for a normal guest is between 200 to 320 Mbps. That shit is almost as fast as the man cave internet. This is fucking lightning fast hacker speed internet speed. It's just fucking crazy. That shit is crazy. But you know what is not crazy? The motherfucking Dior Jordans. And let me just get a little deeper into this. I respect Sean Stussy so much. You guys have no idea. Stussy is one of the fucking OG first streetwear brands ever. Surfer skate, just Stussy was one of the first brands to hit like a Nordstrom, but also remain cool. You know, Stussy has its own boutiques. I respect the fuck out of Stussy. Stussy is just OG as shit and dope as fuck. And I think he's hella cool and whatever. But the hype on this sneaker shit is just gotta fucking stop. These Dior Jordans, listen, it's dope that it says Air Dior or is it yeah Air Dior. Instead of saying Air Jordan, like, you know, it doesn't have the Jumpman or the Jumpman logo. It doesn't have the fucking bullshit Nike Air logo or the, or the Air Jordan Jumpman logo. It's the OG shit, and it says Air Dior. That's that's a dope thing. But when it came to the color, man, that shit is basic as fuck. Now, on the other end, Hiroshi Fujiwara, he's dropping a fucking fragment red Jordan, one, and the shit's lit. But going back to this Dior Jordan. $2,000 retail, high-end, whatever. And listen, I got no problem with Kim Jones. You know, he's he's friend of friends, and he's obviously done his thing in Louis, whatever, and he's just, you know... But a, a lot of these things that he's doing that are, that are banging are, are collabs with, you know, Cause, the Louis Vuitton Supreme, whatever. But um, 
This Jordan ain't it, period. Sorry. These Dior Jordans are not it. They overrated as fuck. I'm not here for it at all whatsoever. Um, just because Travis Scott is rocking them, whatever, that's some, some hype shit. They cool, man. They all right. You know, they're really, the colorway is not that dope. Great. You did the fucking, you know, you did the swoosh in, in the Dior print, just like motherfuckers doing Louis Vuitton and Gucci back in the day. Not that fresh. You could have came with some real gangster shit. You could just change it like Virgil did, you know, did something. Or even Travis did a little bit, of, you know, upside down swoosh. I don't know, man. It just was, these just, just ain't, ain't popping. Now on to some not necessarily gossip, but just some, some sports news, some other shit. Listen, man, fucking Anthony Ruiz lost. All right. Now, let me say something. I had said something. I was like, hey, man, good for him, man. You know, he won. Motherfucker looked like, you know, dude that I know works at this golf club. Um, He's big as fuck, tall as shit. You know, he's a big dude. This dude is damn near 300 pounds. He's got no fucking kind of muscle definition or whatsoever. You know, Mexicans back to people. And I got, I ain't racist, motherfucker. I don't give a fuck what color you are, period. You know, let's just say he was Korean. I would have said the same shit if he was Korean. This motherfucker just looks like a big, fat piece of shit. Just a big ass slob. And watch the fight. He got his ass kicked. People like, oh, fucking Anthony Joshua dancing around. Man, shut your ass up, man. Joshua should have won that first fight. And we were like, oh, you know, let the people know that this ain't a, you ain't a one-hit wonder. Bro, you are one-hit. You must have not hit the gym. You got fatter. You got bigger. You know, I don't know if it was the fame or whatever. And I heard you on the fucking, you know, Mike Tyson podcast. And I don't know what's, what's going through your brain, bro. But you just definitely ain't. I don't ever think you, I'm, you know, you're just not going to be, a, you'll never be a champ again, bro. You, I don't know what kind of, and again, you got a great hit. And that's the thing with heavyweights, man. You can, you know, Buster Douglas, what happened to him? But this dude, Ruiz, man, he just looked like a big, big slob, man. That shit was crazy, man. And uh, Anthony Joshua, man, he just, this shit is, listen, man, if Wilder was out there or Tyson, man, they would have whooped Anthony Ruiz's ass. And I know he's part of the Snickers family, but that shit was just embarrassing, man. That was just, 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 man. And people are in there, you know, some people are trying to defend them, but at the same time, the people, I've seen Mexicans in there leaving comments like, man, you're a fucking embarrassment, you know, we're trying to make sure you wasn't a one-hit wonder, you came out there fat as fuck, sloppy as shit, and um, speaking of ass beatings, man, it's fucked up, man, you know, the Instagram uh, personality, Brother Nature, he got jumped in Miami, I don't know the whole story yet, people are saying he was talking shit, acting like a dickhead, starting up acting like he was too good whatever and again i don't know what's true i actually messaged dude he hit me back on some like yeah everything good love i didn't want to get no details nothing but let me tell you something brother reached out to me a couple times nice dude i've met him in person once or twice i told him i want to connect him with george lopez dude is super respectful and cool he's funny i'm not really that thing in my type of comedy but dude is cool and he was just super respectful always been a nice guy Got jumped inside a spot, man. It made me think, like, man, if something like this happened to me, it's like, that's when I figure, like, all right, well, I'm getting kicked in the head um, multiple times. The dude won't stop. At that point, I realize, okay, um, I have kids. I have this, this, and this. You know what it means right now? You know what that exact, okay, so you know what this means? What's going on right now is this is what God wants. God wants me to go to jail. Um, he wants this dude to die. And everyone that was in there that was fucking contributing to it, they're going to die too because they would all get shot. They'd all get fucking killed, right? Motherfuckers ain't be living no more. Ain't be no talking. Ain't no jokes. Ain't nothing funny about this. I just, that's why I can't watch shit like this, man. It would be the worst possible. Oh, let's see that shit happen. But no, I'm being dead ass serious. And obviously motherfuckers who really know, who really, really know, no, motherfuckers have come up. I won't even get deeper into it. But yeah. This is just unfortunate, fucked up, because dude is a is a nice guy. Always been super respectful to me. Again, he could have been, he could have asked for it, could have started it. But to keep going and hit him on the fucking head and kick him and shit and everything, bro. At that point, man, dude who did that shit, man, be like, oh, Florida goons, them dudes must know goons, man. I, I just feel like, yo, man, when that comeback happens, bro, it ain't gonna be, it ain't gonna be pretty. It's gonna be just on some other shit. And uh, brother nature, I hope you're doing all right, man. Okay, so check this out, y'all. This is the first time in the behind the baller history in 36 episodes i've never done this before and to make it even crazier it's fucking 2 15 in the morning in dubai i had to come back unpack my shit because i'm fucking about to get on a flight had to unpack my studio equipment because i just saw some new video footage of this brother nature situation and i'm trying to whisper because my wife's asleep 
That's how fucking crazy this is because I could not let this episode rock without this footnote. I had to add this shit on here. It's fucking crazy. So as I mentioned before, I've met Brother Nature before. Dude is a cool dude. Again, I you know, I can't judge guy off even after this this footage. But so apparently the situation is he walks into a sandwich spot with his chick and uh he's being rude to the manager and the employees that worked at the sandwich spot. They were closing. They told him he could sit at the table. He wanted to sit at a bar. They just cleaned the bar. They're like, no. He was causing trouble. So as he's causing trouble, these two Latin dudes was recording him acting you know, acting up. And uh, Brother Nature told dude to say, hey, man, you know, uh, give me your phone right now. And the dude was like, fuck is you talking to? Are you tripping? Like, you don't know who the fuck you talking to. You know, sit down, whatever. So then Brother Nature came out um, start talking crazy shit. They're going back and forth. And then he videotapes him and said, this is a dead man. That's a dead man. So I, I don't know. So I'm watching the CCTV footage from the actual restaurant. Goes outside, puts hands on Brother Nature. And then Brother Nature comes back in. And when he's the one who started everything, and uh, he sucker punches the, the smaller dude. And that's when everything went to shit. Now, I messaged old boy and was like yo hope you okay boom whoop de whoop and i had said some cool shit but then um punch from tde you know um tde entertainment uh he had said some shit about the situation and i was like oh let me check it out so i researched it i was like god damn this some fucked up shit now listen bro like i had said what i said you know now if he'd been like you know it had been unjust and whatever and he was you know completely innocent then yeah, man, motherfuckers need to get, you know, laid down now. This is just a fucked up situation. Now I make little dude look real bad. So I don't I don't really know what to say from there. Um also just to add, that fucking 49ers Saints game was fucking crazy. Low key, I needed the Saint the, the 49ers to win. At the same time, I needed to fucking I wanted them to lose. So then, you know, it's either one or the other. And E40 started talking. Me and E40 got into a real bad on his page. And he had a lot of shit to say, but then he, we had texted each other. He's like, nah, it's, it's a lot of motherfuckers. You ain't the only one, but it's funny. So anyways, Niners won. We're in first place as long as we beat the Rams. It's going to be a motherfucking battle December 29th. That game was crazy as fuck. They won it in the last, you know, 20 seconds. Kittles is, a, you know, he's a beast, but fuck him. And uh, yeah, man, if I could fucking do an interview off my iPhone and send a fucking voice note in, listen, man, I will fucking do it. Don't be surprised. But yeah, that's the edit I had to make. Um, in other news, Justin Timberlake apologized. So he's working on a movie uh, in New Orleans, and he's working with a, a black actress. And you know, Justin got a lot of um, Justin got flavor, man. He got he got some, you know, he got he ain't some like you know some goofy ass white dude. He got a lot of he got rhythm. You know, he's got a little soul in him. He's got a lot of soul in him. And people was like, oh, he's, you know, he loves black women and blah, blah. Maybe he does. Who gives a fuck? Obviously, he's a married man. He's got one or two kids. He was out in the town. And uh, he was with his co-star. And there's a video of the co-star and him out at dinner. And they were drunk. They're drinking. And she put her hand on his knee. Now, my wife is like, hey, listen. That's so disrespectful, just the fact that she felt comfortable to put, you know, her hand on his knee and all this other shit and whatever. And listen, I, I get it, you know. My wife thinks that texting is is cheating, you know, and people have different definitions or whatever. Uh, they're at one point holding hands. Now, again, these videos don't really bring up shit. And I'm not condoning any of this. I'm just saying, like, you know, you see this and... um you know, you could assume everything, you know, I don't know, I have a lot of close friends, people who fucking have, there's friends of my wife's that might kiss me on the mouth, it's just, it's like, a, it's not a French thing, I don't know what the fuck it is, it's just like a peck on the lips and things like that, and there's people who do different way, and they're just friendly in different ways and whatever, and I try to be very careful, you know, like even when I was at the club the other night, there was groupies all over the fucking place, and even YG's uh, road manager was like looking like, oh shit, he asked my wife, he's like, oh my God, uh, are you going to pull her hair? Are you going to beat her up? And he's like, no, you're crazy. And my wife was like, I'm not ratchet like that. I don't give a fuck. You know, my husband can handle his own. And I didn't even entertain none of these fucking stupid ass bitches, right? And there was girls that are out there fucking big ass fucking mashed potato booties and shit and trying to touch and take selfies with me and whatever. And 
anyways, going back on, um, so Justin Timberlake made a post and he apologized and he had this long thing talking about, he made a lapse in judgment. He was drunk. He just wanted to be sure that nothing was going on, nothing deeper than that. That's exactly what it was. And, um, I go there and I leave a comment and I said, listen, man, good shit for you, whatever. And that some, something of that nature. And I said, I, you know, I really can't stand gossip blogs and fucking that shit and everything. And, um, you need to get a life, period. And, you know, it has the highest like comment. It's the highest like comment on, on, on his picture. And um, he liked Anderson Pack's picture yesterday. So I know he's, he's out on social here and there lurking, whatever. He, Justin Timberlake follows me. Um, my sister's work for him. I've, I've met him a few times. Um, she styled him definitely several times. He's a, always been a cool dude. And uh, my two cents is this, man. You got nothing but these fucking Midwest, from everywhere. You got this fucking, not just the Midwest, Middle America, fucking in the, you know, areas that barely got internet, fucking in South America and fucking, you know, being Eastern Europe, fucking Eastern Europe. And you got fucking the most miserable ass bitches who ain't got no boyfriend, who ain't got no husband, ain't never had no dick before in their entire lives. Ugly ass, fat, miserable bitches in there in the comments, all this and that. Hey, it's not gossip. What the fuck you talking about? You follow Shade Room. Da, 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 da. Bitch, first of all, I follow Shade Room because they follow me. And on top of that, it's a good business move here and there. But as far as that little Tic Tac T, whatever the fuck you guys call that shit, that shit is corny as fuck. All right? So all y'all need to sit the fuck down shut the fuck up because none of these bitches ever had shit. Ain't no real woman out there who has shit going on. So, oh my God, like, this is fucking terrible. But, man, shut the fuck up, bitch. Now, if there was a fucking video of the motherfucker sticking his dick in her fucking mouth, okay, I get it. But a lot of you motherfuckers gotta just chill the fuck out, man. I've really held back a lot. Now, if you guys even knew, I'm about to just start deleting fucking comments. I'm like, man, bro, y'all just really tripping. These women are so fucking miserable. And I've always said this shit, man. I'm just not gonna apologize, period. People worship these celebrities too motherfucking much. You put them too much on a fucking insanely high pedestal um the word celebrity is thrown around way too loosely as i said before and again you just expect too much i really wish i didn't know what fucking r kelly did you know i love the dude's music I'd be like oh it's so fucked up wouldn't you want to know you know honestly no i wouldn't you know because back in the day a lot of people didn't know what the fuck you know luther vandross was doing or what the fuck these nba players are doing you know i was talking to some cats old og nba stars and they're like yo man my fucking side chick lived you know behind my house and no one ever knew never never talked about it because there was no social media you know, people like, oh, I lived in this high-rise condo in fucking, uh, you know, New York, and my fucking girlfriend lived on the 18th floor, me and my wife lived on 30th. Listen, that's their business, man. And I said, that's one of how, how how good does this dude play basketball? You know, people are like, oh, well, you know, it's I know I didn't ask to be an idol. I didn't ask to be a role model, blah, blah, but, well, you're here, you are, and, you know, you should be. And like, no, really, I get it. You know, it's fucked up. It's just people have to have privacy, man. Fuck. If someone wants to stick a fucking finger inside his butthole, man, let that motherfucker do his thing. I'm not saying, you know, whatever. It's just like, so what? Oh, he's gay. Man, I don't give a fuck. Like, does he play basketball good? Does he do this, this, and this? I just don't want to know these things, you know? Be like, okay, well, it, I get it. If, if I'm married with the person or that person's in my family or that person's in my direct circle or involved with somebody I'm, you know, I'm, I'm married to, I'm, they're married to one of my family members. All right, cool. But for you fans, this shit has just gone too much with the invasion of privacy, man. Like, just fucking chill. And that's what... You know, that's what it is with, with being a celebrity these days. It's tough, you know, and, and I'm not even famous like that. You know, people are like, oh, you're famous. I mean, yes, I get stopped on a daily basis, even here in Dubai. And I'm just still cool, you know. I may not be, my, you know, my wife would say this all the time. You're a good person. You're a nice person. You're not pleasant, though. And that's cool. But Justin Timberlake, man, you know, good for you, man. You better than me. You apologize, man. Fuck these miserable ass women, you know. And, you know, listen, I've had an amazing time here in Dubai. I don't know what else to say other than the fact that, yes, I'm very blessed. I'm very, very blessed, very thankful for my life, very thankful for my family, for the blessings that I have and the blessings to come. This trip has been amazing. Again, I have to thank my Crep Protect presented by family for bringing me out here to have these opportunities. We got another joint. I'm coming out in London in, in uh, springtime or, like you know, early March. Um, gonna possibly do a collaboration in the Philippines with these guys. I got a lot of things popping. I got some new, you know, new agency, XL Sports Management. I'm the first non-athlete that XL signed. You know, they represent Tiger Woods, 
fucking uh, Derek Jeter and some enormous fucking players. Um, and I'm signed with XL now. And I got a lot of things going on. And listen, man, if you want something really fucking bad, you're going to make it happen. And this is my motivational ending for this being a business podcast, but this is just for everything across the board, a.k.a. all the above. No matter what your excuse is, even if it's something major, just know nobody cares. All right. I don't want motherfuckers going out there and just being like a zombie and being like, well, fuck, this sucks, boom. But I'm just letting you know, life goes on. Nobody gives a fuck. It just, you got to get that through your head. If you want something to happen, you want to make something happen, you want to be the best at what you do, you, whatever it may be, you know, listen, too many fucking excuses. You know, it doesn't matter. Again, no matter what your excuse is, even if it's something major, I'm repeating myself. What's major? Oh, your mom died? Oh my God, your house burnt down. Oh, someone broke into your car and smashed your car up and destroyed it. Oh, you lost both your legs. Your daughter died. Some of you guys are probably going to think I'm crazy. But I'm going to be honest with you, man. You got to push through. You got to win at any cost. I know that sounds fucked up. Like, well, nah, you got to take some time off. Boom. Yeah, yeah. No one ever said you couldn't. I didn't say all that. I'm just saying you can't make that as an excuse. Even... If your mom had died, you got to go out there and get that shit if you want it that bad. Now, whatever time you got to take off here and there, you can't ever use this as an excuse. You know, after you win, go ahead and say it. But if you fail, don't use that. Oh, I didn't make it. You know what, man? My mom died. And on top of that, my right arm got chopped off. N nobody cares, man. People, oh, well, fuck, you know, you guys have some fucking motherfuckers going to doubt you and say some shit and bicker and backer and fucking go, you know, back and forth with you no matter what your excuse is whether your mom died your house burnt down you lost your arms your legs you gotta push through and win at any cost if you want it that badly all right turn tragedy into triumph all right y'all i love you guys so much I will be back in LA. Actually, I'm sorry. I will maybe be podcasting from San Francisco. We will see how, how it depends how sick Ryder is. But again, I'm signing off live from Dubai. It's your boy, Ben Beasy, And you already know what this is. This is not your motherfucking practice life. All right. All right, y'all. Time for some Lakey Lake. Much love to the Dust Brothers. I'll see you in a few days. Peace.